like what I like in a kind of unapologetic way. I love deep dish pizza and I prefer the cold hot. I love buying lip gloss at CVS and Burt's Bees Mango Chapstick is one of my favorite things in the world. I love my Microsoft tablet. Like, I love it. My friends all had Macs and they thought I was like the weirdest little banana that I carried my little Surface around. No one could understand why I loved it so much. And they thought, must be from all the time you spent in the bay. Kind of like a little techie now. I don't know, it seemed really easy. There was a touch screen and I liked to use it. And I thought back to the time when I was living in San Jose. I went to dinner with a friend to one of my favorite Mexican restaurants. I liked going there because after having a margarita and inhaling the dark, thick air, I always felt, gave me a little bit of hope for a better tomorrow. While crunching on tortilla chips and queso, my life's great passion, of course, we got to talking about the lottery. I couldn't believe it. I asked him, would you really work? Even if you won $500 million today, you would still wake up, sit in traffic, drive to our office park, and make sales calls. My disbelief wasn't even pretending to be gentle or understanding. I couldn't freaking believe it. I was in shock. On one front, yet again, the queso had exceeded all of my expectations. Then on another front, this man with all the financial security in the world, an executive at my company, would still work at our very normal company. A company and lifestyle I used to liken to working at Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, I think I would. I would have to, he said, looking back at the menu. What's good here? What do you like? I don't even know. I told him I either get the chimichanga enchiladas. Wait, so be clear. If you had to go back to work, you would still go. Even once you won the lottery, you don't have to go. You know that, right? He just goes, if I win, I'll give you a million dollars. I thought, well, that's amazing because God knows I need a million dollars, but that wasn't my question. So what are you going to do? What? The chimichanga on enchiladas. Go back. Why would you keep working there? He just goes, I think I'll get the burrito. Me, staying on theme, still circling back. You would stay. Why would you stay? And he just simply goes, I like it, I guess. I don't know. What would you do? Immediately thought, not this. And then he asked me a really excellent question. Then what would you spend it on? What would you do? My first thought was to get out of town, to see the northern lights. And he reminded me, that's not going to cost me a million dollars. I could buy you that flight right now. I was still confused why he'd go to work. And he just really didn't understand why I was so confused. I was confused because I was barely interested in going now and I needed the money unlike him. I thought about it. I really didn't want to go to work tomorrow, especially listening to the thick raindrops coming from outside. I asked him where he'd live and he said Switzerland. The taxes are too high here in America. So I had to clarify. So you would still work. Once you won the lottery, you'd some sort of way become Swiss, then still come to work in Milpitas, California. How and why would you do any of those things? I don't know. He simply said, and it dawned on me, some people actually really enjoy the work that they do. And I was baffled yet again. This wasn't the first time job satisfaction was a huge question mark. My best friend is currently very happily employed. 
she does something at a company where they make movies. The specifics are a little lost on me, but sometimes she calls me and asks if I want to stay at a five-star resort with her while X, Y, and Z famous person's schedule has some meeting or makeup or whatever. And then it doesn't really matter whose premiere it is. If we can order nachos from the room service, I'm there. A little while after one of those escapades, I found myself out at another amazing Mexican restaurant with some friends from home hours before my birthday. The same friend was telling me about how another movie-making company was interviewing her for a new role. She was telling me she was being recruited and they are offering her a lot of money. I asked how much. She said more than I ever imagined making. I didn't really understand what the holdup was. She just said, I went back to my company and told them about the offer and my boss started crying because she told me there was no way they could match that and they were sad I was leaving. I was like, damn, she really cried? Everyone ignored me at that response, but she just said that her office did everything that they could. They offered her a raise and that they would train her and she would be fast-tracked for a promotion, but they couldn't promise her what the new company was paying. She ended up deciding to stay at the company. She thought their experiences and the relationship she had was enough to stay. Again, I insensitively asked why, and she was like, this is why I didn't want to tell you about the money. And I was like, I'm just trying to understand what the hell is going on here. Simple to her, she was just learning so much. She said she loved the people she worked with. The company was growing so much, and she liked the idea of starting at the beginning. She didn't really want to leave her role until she had done more of the company. She said, I really like the job. Some parts suck, but then I get to do cool stuff. And then I remember that time she went to Vegas with Cara Delvine. She's like, yeah, that was a lot of work. The girl really loves to gamble, but yes, that was cool. I was in shock. She was willing to turn down a raise, one that was going to double her current salary because she genuinely loved what she was doing that much. And I really couldn't fathom that. I took some time to reflect. What did I really like? What did I want to do? I made a pro-con list because obviously that's where you start. I took some notes, I danced around my room, I had some ginger ale and made some popcorn. And I started to write. I like to write because it makes me think. While I was jotting down these thoughts for this podcast, my godmother asked me, it sounds like you aren't really sure about what you like. You like a lot of things, you're open to doing a lot of new things, but is there anything specifically that you don't want to do? And that was even harder. So then there was this one week in March, pre-plague of course, that I was kind of living an atypical divergent lifestyle. I started the week in LA with Microsoft. They wanted to interview me about how much I use my Surface Pro. It's unfair to start at this point in the story, but just so you know, I emailed Microsoft and I told them how much I love it. As I said before, what I like, I love, and there's no in between. Anyway, they got back to me and they said, wow, this would be cool, you're a blogger. And I had to tell them, gonna be honest, I'm barely a blogger, I have about two fans and it's all of my friends just listening to my stuff. The team took me to the store and I toured around. I got to play on an Xbox for about three hours and I understand the Fortnite phase. Would I say I was good? No, but I do see the appeal, 100,000%. Anyway, they showed me new stuff, new tech, whatever. I didn't really understand it. I like to touch 
the new screens. They were all big and intuitive and I don't know, I was having fun. This nice lady, Kelly I think was her name, was interviewing me like I had something important to say. She wanted to know where I'd go next, what I would do. Again, this was before the plague, before we couldn't travel. But I did know immediately the next place I wanted to go was South America. In Chile, they have a pool that is 11 football fields long. Would I swim across it? Obviously not. But did I want to go? Obviously. When I explained this to Kelly, she just was like, well, we want to make sure you had all the supplies you need to make this happen. So boom, here's a new surface. Hello? Um, are you sure? At this point, I wasn't sure if this was a prank. I kept looking around and everyone was just smiling. I just thought, damn, Christina, how many more signs does the universe has to throw at your face before you start just doing the things you want to do? How much longer are you going to keep mindlessly chasing someone else's dream? That week was atypical, I know. Even though I wish I could start my week surrounded by beaming, supporting faces, giving me free computers, telling me how pretty I am and how interesting and how I have great energy and how I'm so damn funny, I know that can't happen every week. I know we can't start with a new computer every week. I wouldn't have enough chargers for that. I'm consistently reminded in my grad school that I don't know that much. Definitely don't know a lot about Harvard-style citations, but... What I do know is I love melted cheese, fast cars, and swimming. I hate checking bags, making my own doctor's appointments, and paying taxes. And I really loathe the dentist. I know it's not a lot, but it's a start. That's where I'm at. The what ifs start rolling in, but this time, instead of what if I fail, what if I'm homeless, what if I totally lose my marbles and questions, everything that I have done, this time, it's more like, what if it happens? What if this time you actually make it happen? You just make all those hopes and dreams that you wouldn't dare say out loud. What if you just started doing those things? So we shall see. I'm not too sure what's going to happen this week. And this is not to say that I have a perfectly wrapped up life with a big red bow on top. You have to get out there and it's often scary. And it's often really quite shitty. But it doesn't matter. Because I've decided I'm going to start doing everything I want to do. And even Microsoft thinks I'm pretty cool. And they're freaking Microsoft.